Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Feed Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back to back winning days on the podcast. And lucky for us, the streaks continue. Sunday was a roller coaster ride, and Monday was a perfect 4 0. So we get washed away in the World Series between the Phillies and the Astros. But we cash on the Cleveland Browns plus the three over the Cincinnati Bengals. We cash on Amari Cooper over 53 and a half yards receiving. We cash on Hurst over three and a half receptions. And then we cash again on Cooper with the Twitter bet. Thank you for the votes on Twitter once again. We had to pay a little higher price there over 55 and a half, but we get it home. So we run the table and make $334.79. And now we move on to the next. So we will have our college football four-pack in just a moment, but we have three wagers going off on Tuesday, and we lead off with the World Series. Game three, once again, washed out on Monday. It sounds like Lance McCullers is still a go for the Astros, though on Tuesday. It sounds like the Phillies may be switching pitchers, but we'll find out. I'm going to stick with my original handicap, and I even get a better price, so I don't mind that. I'm on the Phillies, under the one and a half for the first five at a plus 115. Next up on the card, we go to Maction Football. It's that time of year. I was terrible at the Mac last year. I've been sprinkling in some Mac in recent weeks to try to get a better pulse on things, but that hasn't helped me. The Mac is kind of like the NBA to me. I just can't seem to get it right, but I'm going to try again this year. We lead off with Buffalo, minus the three at Ohio, at a minus 105. So the Ohio Bobcats are 3-1 and one in conference with three wins over teams that have a combined 3-10 and 10 record in the Mac. Meanwhile, Buffalo is the perfect 4-0 with wins over teams that are above 500, 11-8 so far in the conference. They beat previously undefeated Toledo by seven last time out. They beat Bowling Green, a 3-1 team in conference, by 31 on the road already this year. The Ohio argument tonight is that in Athens, it's been a house of horrors for Buffalo. 2008 is the last time Buffalo went into Athens and left town with a victory. Buffalo, though, is balanced, second best on offense, second best on defense in the conference. I trust nothing in the MAC, but I'm on Buffalo, minus the three tonight. Next up on the card, it's a first half wager on Kent State, minus the three and a half over Ball State at a minus 115. So Kent State advanced to the MAC championship game last year. They were once again projected to be a championship contender, and now they find themselves two and two in conference likely already in a must-win situation to keep any title hopes alive. Meanwhile, Ball State, they're also 2-2. Two and two. They entered the season projected as the doormat of the league with a very inexperienced roster. Ball State has struggled on offense of late. They're averaging just 19.3 points per game. I'm going to bank on a slow start for the Cardinals and take the golden flashes of Kent State in the first half, minus the three and a half. Next up, we get to your Sunday four-pack. Yes, on a Monday again. Two and two last week on the four-pack. We hit Notre Dame and UCF, but we lost a heartbreaker on West Virginia. I need to stop talking about that. It depresses me. Then I also lost on BYU, which really depressed me. Unfortunately, of course, I stepped up on that BYU game and got burned. So year to date, the Sunday four-pack is above 500, 21-19, 52.5%. That's normally good enough to beat the juice. But stepping up on that two-unit play with BYU, I'm actually down $77.47. Overall, college football, after 169 wagers, I'm in the red, $52.64. Not where I want to be, 
but this is a new week and it's a theme week for us. It's Goldfish Week. My wife and I love the show Ted Lasso. Several of our coaches on the card this week need to give the Ted Lasso Goldfish speech. You know what the happiest animal in the world is? It's a goldfish. It's got a 10-second memory. Be a goldfish. I need to do the same after a frustrating week last week. So we lead off in the Big 12. It is Oklahoma State minus the two at Kansas. So Kansas State beat Oklahoma State 48 to nothing last week. It only counts as one loss regardless of the score, but it will be a rallying cry all week for the Cowboys and head coach Gundy. It happens. Managing the emotion of a football team is a difficult task from what I'm told. Oklahoma State lost in double overtime at TCU, came back seven days later, and rallied late to beat a program that has their own TV network in Texas. And then they had to travel to a very hungry K-State Wildcat team last week that's also very talented. Gundy took the blame like a great leader. Sounds like he knew they were a little flat, lacking energy, and emotionally drained going into that game. It's goldfish time. I have no doubt they will bounce back strong at Kansas, who has lost three straight games by seven or more. I'm all over the Cowboys, minus the two at Kansas. Next up, we go to the ACC. It is Wake Forest, minus the five and a half at North Carolina State. So this is the 116th meeting between the in-state rivals. Wake has won four of five, including a thrilling 45-42 win last year. Wake Forest had a second half to forget last week at Louisville. Turnover after turnover after turnover after turnover. It happens. This is a quality football team that won by 10 at Florida State. They lost to Clemson on overtime, and they're the 13th highest scoring team in the nation, averaging 38.9 points per game. Meanwhile, North Carolina State, they got down 21-3 last week against Virginia Tech before rallying late to win that one. Now the freshman QB gets to start in what will likely be a track meet. Nonetheless, it's still tough to replace the preseason all-conference quarterback. Wake has the better weapons. Coach Clawson, well, he better tell the crew to be a goldfish and quickly forget about that second half at Louisville. I'm on the Demon Deacons, minus the five and a half at North Carolina State. Next up on the car, oh boy, here they are again. It is BYU plus the seven and a half at Boise State. So September the 30th is ages ago in college football. Boise State had just recently lost their second game of the season, 27 to 10 to UTEP of all teams. The program appeared to be in free fall. They fired their offensive coordinator, made a midseason change and brought Dirk Cutter back to run the offense. Meanwhile, BYU had a four and one start that included a win over Baylor, and they were the 16th ranked team in the country. That was just on September the 30th. Fast forward 30 days. Boise State has won four straight. BYU has lost four straight. I bet two units once again on BYU. Not bitter, by the way. Last week and lost. I had no interest in playing them again this week. But getting more than a touchdown is just too good to pass up. Set the hook. The bait worked. I absolutely love the Cougars this week. I need them to be my goldfish and forget about the last four weeks and remember how good they can be. I'm on the Cougars of BYU plus the seven and a half on the Smurf turf at Boise State. Then the final game on the Sunday four pack. Well, we're taking on the big one. It is Georgia minus the eight against Tennessee. 
So number one, Georgia against number two, Tennessee. I'm excited for this one. I can hardly wait. Georgia has the number two defense in the country, giving up just 10.5 points per game. Tennessee, the number one offense in the country, scoring 49.4 points per game. The Bulldogs have won five straight in this series by an average of 28 points, and they've answered the bell for the big games this year. 49-3 win over Oregon, 42-10 win over Auburn, and a 42-20 win over Florida. They get everyone's best shot. Tennessee, meanwhile, is on the rise again, highlighted by that thrilling three-point win this year over Alabama. They also beat Pitt by three, Florida by five, but this is Georgia. I'm sorry, Tennessee fans. To me, Ohio State is still the number two ranked team in the country. This game kind of reminds me of a playoff semifinal. I'm all excited only to watch a blowout, like Georgia beating Michigan by 23 last year, or Alabama beating Cincinnati by 21, or the year before when Alabama beat Notre Dame by 17, or Ohio State beat Clemson by 21. You get my point. It maybe isn't as good a battle as we think it will be. Get ready. Getting ready for 12 games during the regular season has the potential for a letdown. But number one against number two is similar to that semifinal type game. The best team normally separates by a larger margin than you would expect. Hopefully, I'm just on the right team. Once again, I'm playing the Bulldogs of Georgia minus the eight over Tennessee. So let's recap your card for a Tuesday plus the Sunday four pack. In the World Series, we're in the Philadelphia Phillies, under the one and a half in the first five, at a plus 115. In the MAC, we're on Buffalo, minus the three at Ohio. Also in the MAC, we're playing a first half with Kent State, minus the three and a half over Ball State. Then your Sunday four-pack for college football in Goldfish Week. We're on Oklahoma State, minus the two at Kansas. We're on Wake Forest, minus the five and a half at NC State. We're on BYU, plus the seven and a half at Boise State. And we're on the Bulldogs of Georgia, minus the eight over Tennessee. So that's your card for Tuesday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.